morning. It's Friday. Can you believe it's Friday again? So, we are going to talk about the work that God requires of us. The, there's, there's a lot of people that says, you know, in the new, there's no works. But it's not true. There's works in the new. There's faith works. And uh, it's not works to get you saved. It's works because you are saved. It's works that is the greatest joy and the greatest privilege to do. Uh, it's by the power and the grace and the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's works that causes us to triumph in everything. It's, it's works that causes us to walk in the very power and victory of God himself. All right. So uh, I think works are more important than people think. So uh, first the distinction, the old covenant works are works that they do to get atonement, that they do to try and become righteous. Okay? They are saved, they try to get saved by works. But we know salvation is not by works, but it's by grace through faith. So we receive salvation by grace through faith. So now, as we have received salvation by believing in Jesus Christ and receiving the grace that he so freely gives, now that we have received the grace, there's a lot to do. Now that we've been justified, we have access to the grace. Uh, but then in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul writes and he says, uh, Do not receive the grace of God in vain. Uh, so he says, Today is the day of salvation. So, so don't receive the grace in vain. It's for a purpose. When we've received grace, it's God's ability, it's God's help. It's God's authority, it's God's power, so that we can do something about the state that this world is in. All right, so uh, I want to just read in John chapter 4. Uh, now, this is where Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. and uh, But now after that, in verse 31, meanwhile, the disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat something. Okay, so they're talking about food. But he assured them, I have food to eat of which you know nothing and have no idea. Okay. So the disciples said to one another, has someone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food, my nourishment is to do the will of him who sent me. So... Jesus did not have to get saved. <laughs> he was already saved. He, well, he didn't need salvation. He was God in the flesh. <laughs> so Jesus uh, said, I have food, and my food, something that nourishes me, some, something that gives me life, something that builds me up, is to do certain works, is to do the will of him who sent me, and to accomplish and completely finish his work. So not my own thing, that tires out, that tires us out, but it's his work, his thing. Okay. Verse 35, do you not say it's still four months until harvest time comes? Look, I tell you, raise your eyes and observe the fields and see how they are already white for harvesting. So that means harvesting is something that needs to be done. Already the reaper is getting his wages. He, does, he who does the cutting now has his reward for his gathering fruit or the crop unto life eternal. So that he who does the planting and he who does the reaping may rejoice together. 
For in this the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap a crop for which you have not toiled. So he doesn't want us to toil, but he wants us to do something. Okay? Other men have labored, and you have stepped in to reap the results of their work. All right, so there's some that toiled. There's some that labored. There's some that worked hard. God says, we're going to step into the result of it. So I think if, if there's anyone that really pulled the, you know, did the heavy lifting and pulled, pulled his weight, it was Jesus. If, it's, if there's one that did the work of fulfilling everything written in the law and the prophets, it's Jesus himself. So he says, I sent you to reap a crop for which you did not labor. Okay, so which means that the works that we do is not something that will cause us to, you know, it's not a toiling in order to earn something. But the work in itself is the reward. The work in itself is, it's a joy and it's, it's an, a nourishment, it's an upliftment, it gives you life. So the work is to bring in the harvest of souls. The work is to, uh, to reap the harvest of blessing. So, you know, when uh, the Israelites, you know, uh, King Jehoshaphat was his name. Okay, <laughs> when they overcame, they they, you know, it was the sound, and the guys started self-slaughtering one another, and their enemies all just, you know, slaughtered one another, and it was gone. Okay, because they sent the worship out in front and not the army. All right? So then all that stuff was laying there. Their work was to go and pick up the spoils. Okay? So uh, when David slew Goliath, the, all of the Philistines turned around and ran. And they, man, they chased after them. And it took them three days to pick up the spoil. So it's some work. But it's work because of the victory. It's work gathering all the blessings. It's work gathering everything that's been given to us. Everything that has been taken back by our conqueror, our David, Jesus Christ. All right, so there's an inheritance that we have. And that inheritance is to be received by faith. And faith without works is dead. So there's some things that we need to do. All right. So he says, my work is to do the will of my father. Okay? My food, I mean. My food is to do the will of my father. All right. So let's just jump to John chapter 6. So in John chapter 6, verse 26, Jesus Answered them, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, you have been searching for me, not because you saw the miracles and signs, but because you were fed with the loaves and were filled and satisfied. So he's talking to natural people. He just multiplied the bread and they didn't catch it. They didn't get, saw that this was something supernatural. They, he, I mean, he just fed them with, you know, little boy's lunch, you know, <laughs> 12 baskets left over. Okay, so... Uh, they didn't get it. He said, you just want more bread. 
You're hungry. So he says, stop dwelling. Just sila, pause, think about that. So yesterday, we were talking about the rest. And the rest has certain works. All right? So today, stop dwelling. Stop doing and producing for the food that perishes and decomposes in the using. Okay, that's the natural food. So stop toiling for the natural stuff. So stop doing natural works that does not last unto life eternal. Stop doing and producing for salvation that you cannot ever earn. Stop toiling. Stop trying to get the harvest by your work and your toiling. Okay? Stop toiling for the food, uh, doing and producing for the food that perishes and decomposes in the using, but strive and work and produce rather for the lasting food which endures continually unto life eternal. So now there's two kinds of food that he's speaking of. But he just said, my, my food is to do the will of my Father. So stop doing works that does not end in life. That does not, that just perishes with the using. But rather, strive for the works that endures continually unto life eternal. So because you have been saved by the wonderful work of Jesus on the cross, because you have received salvation freely by faith, through, by grace through faith, okay? Now, there's something that we can do. He says, strive rather for the works that endures continually unto life eternal. Now he says something so powerful. The Son of Man will give you that. For God the Father has authorized and certified him and put his seal of endorsement upon him. All right. So this is how I used to teach it. I used to say, the Son of Man will give you the work and, and uh, the, the, the food that lasts until life eternal. And I still stand by it, but I'm going to put something extra with it. Okay? So, he said, speaking in John chapter 6, speaking of the bread of heaven, he says, I am the bread of heaven, and you, the, uh, I give you my broken body and my blood poured out as your food. My, this, uh, my body is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. If you read the, John, uh, the whole chapter of John chapter 6, so the food that he gives is himself. The work that he came to finish was the cross. So my food is to do the will of the Father and to completely finish it. Okay? So, yes, I stand, still stand by that. But now there's some food that springs out of that. So you eat the bread, which is his body. You drink the cup, which is his blood. He had to eat the, you know, the suffering and the wrath on the cross. And he had to drink the cup of the wrath on the cross. We get to get the fruit of it. So we eat his broken body, which brings us life. We drink of the cup of the, the blood of Jesus, which brings his forgiveness of our sins, and it, and it brings us life. But now, he says, he says, the Son of Man will give you that. God has authorized him. Let's just read on. Then they said, what are we to do? So, what are we to do? That we may eventually be working the works of God. 
What are we to do to carry out what God requires? Jesus replied, this is the work that God asks of you. This is, this is what God requires of you. That you believe in the one whom he has sent. That you cleave to, trust, rely on, and have faith in his messenger. Then they said, what sign? But he just multiplied the bread. <laughs> okay, so. He says, stop toiling for the food that perishes. Strive for the food that lasts unto life eternal. But I'll just give it to you. Okay? God has authorized me. So what are we to do that we might be working the works of God? So there's a connection between the food and the works. So he says, this is the work that God requires. Believe. Okay, so if you want to read, you know, certain scriptures that says, you know, you will all will have to receive according to what they did in the body. Okay, that's the work that you have to do in the body to receive your reward. Believe in the one whom God has sent. This is what God requires. Believe in the one whom God has sent. There you have it. Okay, so he says the work is the food that you have to strive for will come by believing in the one whom God has sent. Okay, so if we now jump to John chapter 14, he says, verse 12, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name, as presented to all that I am, so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in and through the Son. Yes, I will grant whatever you shall ask in my name, as presenting all that I am. Okay. What's the work that God requires? This is the work. Believe. But if anyone believes, he will do the works. That I do, and even greater works than these, because I go to my Father. So God just requires you to believe. The reward of the work of believing is the works that Jesus did. And that is food that nourishes you. As you lay hands on the sick, it builds you up. As you prophesy, it builds you up. As you preach the gospel, it brings you life. As you go and you know share something with someone, you feel better afterwards you know how many times you know if i go out and just go pray for people in the street or go somewhere always feel edified afterwards if i go to a hospital lands and sick i always feel lifted up and i feel ex experience life afterwards why it's works that lasts unto life eternal it's food that lasts unto life eternal so this is the proof that we are feasting on the, the bread of life, which is his broken body and his poured out blood. That we believe in his broken body and his poured out blood. That we sustain our life. We, we draw our life from what he gives. He gives his broken body. The Son of Man will give you that. We receive. And now there's something on, on the inside of us that starts flowing out. Okay. So now he not only gave himself for our salvation, but he came and dwelt inside of us. He gave himself to us to do the works in us and through us.
the Son of Man will give you that. Okay, so let's just jump to Ephesians chapter 2. So it's not you doing the work. It is him that already finished the work. So the cross is the finished work. But every miracle flowing out of the cross is also finished. Okay, let me just get to it. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 10 says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works, which God predestined and planned beforehand for us to do. Taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. So he gives it to us. So he prepared the path. He prepared the work. So that doesn't mean it's now finished and no one can do it. You know, like some people have this idea, if we have linear thinking, you know, uh, oh, it's a finished work, so everything is done and nothing has to, you know, nothing is still needs to be uh, fulfilled and everything is just finished and now we have what we can have. That's just stupid. It's a finished work that finds expression in works that we step into that was already finished before the foundation of the world. So it's not something that I have to achieve. It's something that's made ready beforehand for me the moment I take the step, boom, it's already done. So it's not something that that rests on me to achieve it. It's something that he has prepared ahead of time for me to walk in. Okay, I hope that makes sense to somebody. But if I don't choose to walk in it, I'm not going to walk in it. It's the pantry. If you go in there, you, man, all the cookies that your, that your mom baked before the holiday. And all the, you know, boltong is in there and the, and the nuts and the snacks and the chips and sweeties and everything is in the pantry. But you still have to go in to get something out of it. If you don't go into the pantry and, you know, it's all there. It's all there for you. It's prepared ahead of time for you to snack on. But if you're not going to go there <laughs> and take some biltong, you're not going to snack on it. Okay? If you don't take some, you know, nuts and peanuts and uh, whatever else you like, you know, you're not going to have it if you don't take, make the choice to, to partake of it. So if you don't go out and lay your hands on the sick, you will never partake of the work that he has prepared for you. Okay? Just saying. Okay. So, he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in him, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Okay, so this prearranged and predestination thing, I see it like this. You can choose someone for the national rugby team or for the school first rugby team. But if they never show up for the practice, they're not going to be in the team. Or if they don't show up on the game, they're not going to play. They're not going to be in the team. The reserve is going to be on the, in the team. So if you don't show, you're not going to walk in the stuff that you were chosen for. Okay? So chosen means God gives you the opportunity. Sent means you, you pitched up and... You obeyed his call. Okay? Right, so, verse 11. Therefore, remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh, called uncircumcision by those who called themselves circumcision. Remember that you were at a time separated and living apart from Christ, excluded from all part in him, utterly estranged and outlawed from the rights of Israel as a nation, and strangers with no share in the sacred compact and messianic promise, with no knowledge of or right in God's agreements 
and you had no hope you were in the world without God. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were so far away through the blood of his cross have been brought near. For he himself is our peace. All right. So, he did it all by by the cross. He gave us his spirit. All the works flowing out of the spirit is already prearranged and ordered, made ready for us to walk in. It's already done for us in the spirit. Now we embrace the Holy Spirit and we start walking by the spirit. The moment you take the step and obey the spirit and take the step into the path that was prearranged for you. You walk in the stuff that was prearranged for you. And every step you take, it's like, how, how, how could you possibly have orchestrated this? You know, it's like a divine encounter every time. You know, it's like God has, has made everything work together in such a way that you get to the right person at the right time. And you say the right thing at the right time and their minds are blown. Or someone is just healed of something. You know, how do you work it out? You can't. It's prearranged. <laughs> God, has, God has thought about this thing. And he knows exactly how and where and what to, how to get everything to work together. All right? So, but if we're not going to take that step, you are the answer to someone else's prayer. And the answer to someone else's prayer is on the other side of the line of your obedience. So if you're going to be yielded and take the step and do the works, then people will see Christ manifested, which means that people will give glory to God and people will see him and believe in him. Okay, so that's bringing in the harvest. If he says go and preach the gospel to every creature, we better go and preach the gospel to every creature. It may look different to different people. Here we have a camera and we're preaching the gospel on a social media platform that could potentially reach the whole world. Okay, the whole world is on YouTube and Facebook. Okay, most of it anyway. But it may also look like you go standing on a street corner or just you know have a band and sing the gospel or whatever it looks like for you but you just do what he prearranged for you to do and go where the favor of god leads you go where the spirit of god prompts you to go okay so what are we to do that we might be working the works of god believe in the one whom god has sent okay i have food that you don't know of my food is to do the will of my father so he completely finished the will of the father now he gives us that the will according to this will of god hebrews chapter 10 he has made us holy uh, through the flesh body of jesus christ the offering of the flesh body of jesus christ once for hebrews chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 so the will of god being performed by jesus the work that he did was offering his body so now he gives us that food. My body is yours to eat. My blood is yours to drink. It will give you life. Now we believe the gospel. We receive that. Life is deposited on the inside of us. Now, because we have partaken of him, we get his works. And because we believe in him, we will do the same works that he does and even greater works because he goes to he's for the father we are in him with the father he's in us the father is in us with him who's in us so let's go <laughs> so everything that you see jesus did 
he will do through you. Everything that you see uh, that he did, you can do. Because he's inside you. So if we just surrender to him, man, how wonderful would that be? To just always be in a life of surrender. So that is the food that lasts unto life eternal. A life of believing the gospel. A life of being surrendered to him. All right. So I hope that that has blessed you. Hello. Let me just greet everyone here. Hello, Janine. It's good to see you. Hello, Dini. It's good to see Dini there every day. Hello, Tani Yuki. Uh, hello, Mars. Lekker om mooi te zien. Who else is here? Marietta and Paul Vesey. Hello. It's lekker om jullie te zien. Okay. So, and everyone that hasn't commented, bless you. Um, so I, I just want to, Dine, I got your email. Thank you. I haven't replied yet. There's a more email. Why don't you? I on your email. So thank you, everybody. Uh, please send us, send an email. You know, tell us what the, the, um, these messages means to you. Tell us where you're watching us from. If you're watching from a different country, maybe if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, in some country that I don't even know of, please let us know. We'd like to hear from you. And uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please uh, subscribe to the channel and share these messages. We would like to reach more people. All right. So be blessed. Thank you, everybody. Um, we will be uh, seeing you Sunday morning, 9.30, for the live meeting. So uh, be blessed. Enjoy your weekend and see you Sunday morning. Amen.